It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels for another riveting episode of brilliance and mind-boggling cutting-edge commentary. I'm going to talk about what? I don't know. It's one of those nights where I'm I just I'm bored of talking about all of this stuff. And the kinds of things that I want to talk about, I can't because I haven't done enough research. And that is basically going down the rabbit hole with theosophy, traditionalism, and looking at the George Gurdjieff and also uh, a couple of other esoteric occult-style items. Uh, but maybe I'll get to that later in the week. I don't know, but that's that's what I really want to talk about. But I don't. I didn't do enough research, so we're just going to talk about the usual piles of BS. Where the FDA now says it needs seventy-five years to produce data from a Freedom of Information Act request from Pfizer. That's by the way. That's 20 years more than last week. They originally said they needed 55 years to get all of the data out. Now they're requesting 75 years. That's ridiculous. The uh, lawyer working on the case, his name is Aaron Seary, and he said, if you find what you are reading difficult to believe, that's because it is dystopian for the government to give Pfizer billions mandate Americans to take its product, prohibit Americans from suing for harms, but yet refuse to let Americans see the data underlying its licensure. That's exactly right. Mr. Siri is 100% correct because this kind of behavior from a pharmaceutical company acting like an altruistic, life-saving, altruistic human-based organization is nothing more than a pile of lies. It is disgusting that they're even trying to do this. The entire purpose of the Freedom of Information Acts is government transparency, he continues. At, as the present pandemic rages on, an independent review of these documents by outside scientists is urgently needed to assist with addressing the shortcomings and the issues with the response to the pandemic at date. So this is the problem. They did 108 days of studies during the trial. They want 75 years to release all of the studies that they've done in about 24 months, not even a solid two years. So if you don't want to release your data, then why are you mandating people across the planet to take these kinds of inoculations? One particular reason could very well be that this is going to start to see a lot of people ending up as fish food. In other words, people are going to start to die. Paul Joseph Watson from Summit News wrote an article that I saw earlier in the week, and the, well, he's citing the London Evening Standard, and that is explosion in new heart conditions dismissed as quote-unquote post-pandemic stress disorder. That's right. It has nothing to do with those pesky inoculations that are saving your life. Oh, and by the way, if you want to be safe from the Omicron variant, the CEO of Pfizer said that, oh, you just need three of our shots, the first two plus a booster, and you'll be fine. Isn't that just convenient that we are now seeing the expansive 
mandates, especially in New York City, about having the booster shot. And miraculously, lo and behold, we've got another variant. And the only way to get rid of that variant is to have that booster shot. My goodness, it's like it was all staged and all planned behind closed doors between big business and the government. By the way, the government does not rule anything in this situation. It's big business acting through government. Big business wants something. Government is the enforcer in this situation. It should be the other way around. The government should be pushing back against these big business interests and borderline humanitarian crisis across the planet, but they're not doing that. They are all compromised. So in the London Evening Standard report to Tahir Hussein, who wrote it, works at an NHS, National Health Services Hospital in London. He says, I've been seeing a huge increase in thrombotic-related vascular conditions. Far younger patients are being admitted and requiring surgery and medical intervention that prior to the pandemic, we would not have seen. And he says the cases are a direct result of the increased stress and anxiety levels caused from the effects of PPSD, post-pandemic stress disorder. Yeah, it has nothing to do, nothing to do with the nanolipids in any of these inoculations. It's got nothing to do with the uh, graphene oxide or the graphene hydroxide in these inoculations. Nothing to do with all of the blacked-out ingredients on the PDFs that are submitted to the FDA and released to the public. Oh yeah, you should just completely trust us all the way. No, no, no. This is not how this is supposed to work. You are supposed to be accountable to the public. And that is the way it should always be. It should always be. It's absolute nonsense that you've got these supposed media journals trying to come out and shift the blame onto you. Once again, this is the original sin concept where the human being, the average human, is always going to be the one to blame. It's always your fault. It's always your problem. It's always going to be a situation that you created for yourself. I suggest it is otherwise. And this is not going to go away. You've got this horse-faced loser, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, who I don't know, I don't know how many hands tall she is, but I would still try to shove a feed bag across her face. She's coming out and finally she spills the beans and says there's not going to be an end to this vaccination program. So long as there's people who are eligible who haven't been vaccinated, We've got work to do. Do you know? I don't think I'll ever be satisfied so long as there's someone who is eligible that hasn't been vaccinated. There's not going to be an end point to this vaccination program, she revealed. Now, this is exactly what we've assumed since day one. And finally, someone has the ovaries to spill the beans. I don't think that she intentionally meant this, but... Maybe it's a Freudian slip. Maybe she has a guilty conscience on a subconscious level and decided to tell the public this kind of thing is not going to end. And I would probably assume that the reason why it's not going to end is because these governments has, have engaged in contracts with these pharmaceutical companies to end 
any sort of medical autonomy that you have in treating yourself. So if you are a citizen of a country, then you are beholden to the state, which in turn is beholden to the pharmaceutical industry and big business. You have no rights when it comes to this. You've got to do what you're told. And there's never going to be an endpoint to any of this. And partly, partly, this is because more than likely, uh, a lot of people and I think this way, that these inoculations have totally riddled and destroyed the immune systems of perfectly healthy individuals. So now the only way that they're going to survive is to continuously be inoculated against whatever little things are out there that in normal conditions, your immune system would handle and you wouldn't even know about it. Essentially, what you have is a completely autoimmune diseased population that cannot handle any sort of sickness. And for those people that think you have a choice, all you have to do is look in the United States, look up what a green zone is. In other words, it's a concentration camp. You see the concentration camps in Australia. Germany and Austria are also beginning with what they call quarantine camps and people are taken there by force some of these quarantine camps are located in prisons what do you think is going to happen what do you think they're going to do with the people that actually have two brain cells to rub together and say wait a minute we need more information you want us to get inoculated with something, a gene therapy platform that manipulates our RNA, that alters our DNA, that suddenly makes us patentable to somebody, according to that Supreme Court case from 2012. I would really like to know who the inoculated are owned by right now, because it's certainly not the federal government. They're no longer U.S. citizens. They're owned by somebody, and somebody... Whoever this is has all of the inoculated on their financial ledgers. They have it there. I would seriously like to know who is on the ledger and where those ledgers are being held. So this does not end at any point unless we start drawing lines in the sand and that's the only way this kind of thing is going to be stopped and thankfully thankfully a whole bunch of republicans and democrats in the united states have decided to defund joseph biden's vaccine mandates which in other words he can write as many mandates as he wants but unless the funding is there to support it it doesn't matter so it now has to go to the house and if the House votes it down, then that means that it is on its way to the president and the president can veto it, which means a supermajority needs to happen in order to overrule the president's veto, which I do not think will happen, uh, especially since the House is run by Democrats. So what we need to do is we need to be aware, and I'm going to leave you with a quote from George S. Patton, former general from uh, the United States Army killed in Europe. People say, oh, he just got caught in a traffic accident. No, no, he was murdered for some reason. And he says, I don't give a fuck for a man who is not always on his toes. 
A man has to be alert all the time if he expects to keep on breathing. If not, some German son of a bitch will sneak up behind him and beat him to death with a sock full of shit. And that is exactly right. We never saw Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum coming. We never saw people like George Soros coming until it is too late. But, but, now is the time to act against these people from the ground up. We've got the numbers. That's going to be it for me. This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Until tomorrow, my beautiful, lovable fuzzballs out there, I appreciate your listenership. As always, like me and share me Last Call Caravan on Twitter and Instagram.